Starting the episode with a laugh. Oh my gosh. Craig's cat. <laughs> yep. Anyways, hi guys. Welcome back to the Cream mm. Gets podcast. I'm Aditi. I'm Anushka. And we are back again with another creepy episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how are you, Anushka? I'm fine. <laughs> What has been up with you this week? Yeah, just been living. <laughs> Nothing much. <laughs> Can I rant about my really bad luck? Yeah. You know what I I'm talking about. I think you should. <laughs> so. There are these really cute mm-hmm. puppies in our vicinity. They are like in uh, in front of a store which is like 5 minutes away from our house. So, my mom has seen them. Annu has seen them. But I am the only one who hasn't spotted them. And we are like huge dog lovers, so I am dying to see them. So, they are uh, beside the store. every single day yeah but the day i decide to go visit them they're not there <laughs> and i have tried visiting twice now they have been there every other day but not when i am around that is so incredibly unlucky for me but yeah. that's so cute Aww. guys i cannot So okay. anyway so uh that was a little rank about my bad luck other than that i think the week went well i was just so excited about saturday yeah i just, <laughs> I just wanted to record yeah i think it has been we we love doing this <laughs> um anyway so a recap of what we had narrated in the last episode so again just to give you guys a quick um this i don't know what the works the word that i'm looking for um, anyways okay. so we are narrating a story from the book called the ghosts of the silent hills and we are on story number 2 from this book the story is called the shadow in the dark mm. basically there is this bus full of passengers which is stuck yeah. in the middle of the night in the middle of nowhere and they cannot get away from this situation so the last time when we were here which we would recommend you to go a uh, binge the last and the second last episode because we are continuing this series so um in the last episode <laughs> these guys are stuck and they are narrating these uh, crazy haunted ha, ghost stories and um the this one guy desrai desraj desraj is narrating a story about his son who seems to be possessed by a girl girl so um i think we were on to his exorcism now yeah so let's see how the exorcism mm. goes And yeah, let's get started. Mm-hmm. 
So now we are in the middle of this exorcism. The incantation continued for almost half an hour without any obvious effect. We began to get bored with the rituals. I thought it was all hocus pocus. They were taking advantage of the situation and were out to cheat me. So there are four exorcists here who are trying to <coughs> perform an exorcism on this young boy. Um, they had already taken a hefty amount from me before starting. So I was getting angry and was about to ask them to stop the fuss and leave. And you wouldn't believe Sahab, a woman's scream burst forth all of a sudden from where Ratan was seated. Oh my god, I'm having chills right now. Even those who wouldn't believe us before and considered my son mad heard those dreadful cries of an unseen being and became pale. Many began to tremble with fear. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> then one of the exorcists began conversing with the unseen entity. We could hear some snuffling sounds for a, for a while before mm-hmm. all became quiet. I instantly noted some color return to my son's face. We were then informed that the spirit has been evicted, sent to her realm and it was a good riddance. The exorcists told us that it was a spirit of a young unmarried girl who had died an unnatural death but was unaware that she was dead and she claimed to be in love with my Ratan. Did you find out if it were true? Nandi asked. And whose spirit it was? Yes, we unearthed that a few months ago, a young girl from our neighboring village had slipped off a of a cliff, hit her head on a rock and died. And she was apparently a very beautiful girl. We concluded that it was her spirit, restless and wangering. Oh, did it make any difference? I mean the exorcism? Of course, things became normal. She never appeared to Ratan again. He's a happy, normal chap now. Has joined a college in Shimla. In fact, that's where I am headed to meet him. May God look after my boy, he's a good chap. He folded his hands and bowed to the god Hanuman, Hanuman's idol on the dashboard. So you see, Sahab, some spirits do wander our realm. The ones that had unnatural deaths and therefore haven't gained peace. That's what we believe. I think that is what we believe. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very real podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no one spoke for a while. Mm-hmm. The sound of <laughs> The sound of heavy breathing filled the bus. Nandi was edgy. Desraj appeared a simple man. And not someone who would tell lies with the purpose of frightening others, Nandi concluded with unease. Desraj then looked defiantly at Nandi and said, This was my personal experience, Sahab, not something I had heard from others. How can we not believe in the existence of the supernatural? That is true. Many people undergo strange experiences with good or evil spirits. Yeah. Ram Prasad nodded and then joined hands. 
But right now, more we discuss this topic, more fearful we'll get. Please let's discuss something less frightening. Pray to the Almighty for our safety. Bhim Singh advised, and they began to sing the Hanuman Chalisa, which is like uh, a prayer. Good thing. <coughs> yeah. So Hanuman is considered to be the god who saves us from evil spirits. So whenever we are in a situation where we think like something bad is going to happen, we chant the prayer that is uh, designed for the Lord Hanuman. Others immediately joined him. Nangi didn't know the complete prayer but kept <laughs> lisping along. The next half an hour was spent singing series of holy songs. Good way to spend the night because <laughs> I don't know what I would have done. That brought them some respect from fear, fear of the unknown. With that came the realization that they had completely forgotten about their need for food. Oh goodness! Oh, what about that? Yeah, I they boarded the bus at seven, right? Yeah. So oh my god, it was much past dinner time. Nangi had planned to grab a bite at Narkanda. It was his good fortune that there was enough food with his co-passengers, and he didn't have to go hungry. Loud singing of bhajans continued after dinner, a persistent effort to keep fear at bay. Nangi had kept his hearing faculties alert for the sounds of overriding the interior din. To his dismay, not a single vehicle had come their way in the past two hours. Around ten, Bhim Singh checked all the windows and the door once again. He then made the declaration that it was time to sleep. Keep prayers in your mind. He appealed before switching off the light. Oh, why are you switching off the light? Yeah. Just oh, second. The second darkness was disconcerting. Of course it was. Of course it was. Outside, the landscape was washed in a faint silver light, as the moon had made its appearance above a tall peak. Nangi scratched on his seat, but only half of his torso fitted on it. <laughs> the rest of his lanky body hung at various angles before his feet came to rest on the floor. It was a mo. the most uncomfortable sleep posture the silent uh, the silence and the creaking seats both were disturbing he closed his eyes but knew sleep was a remote possibility tonight yeah. <laughs> time and again he kept raising his neck to peep out in hope of spotting some artificial light but each time he confronted stark desolation He had always considered himself a fearless man, but each passing minute tightened the knots in his in his stomach a bit more. Minutes crept into an hour. He needed to relieve his blagger. Where was his courage? He was afraid to step out alone. The nocturnal predators, uh, like leopards and bears that abounded the area, were not the only ones that made him nervous tonight. Was it a good idea to have allowed Desaraj tell his frightening story? <laughs> At Wildflower Hall, Pa was a bundle of nerves. Uh, so this is the man yeah. 
हो नैंगेज अबाउट टू विजिट इट वॉज पास के इलेवन थर्टी एंड देर वॉज नो साइन ऑफ नैंगी देर वॉज नो वे टू चेक ऑन हिम नाउ द डेडली अमेलगमेशन ऑफ हिज एंगजाइटी एंड एंगर वर रीचिंग द पीक इट्स टिपिकल ऑफ नैंगी दिस केयरलेस एटीट्यूड He has probably missed the bus, but wouldn't think of informing. Pa tried risking his anxiety. He had booked a trunk call, but it hadn't come through either. There was no answer from the other side. Of course, there wasn't. And Pa, if you guys remember, had advised him <laughs> to not board this late night bus. Pa was right. Yeah, only if he had listened. He would have not been in the situation. Alarming thoughts were invading his mind one after the other. He was nervous, but ordered all to retire for the night. Unable <clears throat> yeah. to unable to sleep, he just sat on a chair in the drawing room, brooding his forehead wrinkled in a deep frown. He knew the geology of the region well. New of frequent landslides and sudden falling boulders, the road itself was not in a good condition. All should be well with Nangi. He prayed. After a long wait, he finally went to his bedroom for a restless night. However much Nangi tried to sleep, he just couldn't. The incident that had taken place around this area kept hovering in his mind like an obstinate fly. He raised his head to glance around. Except for Desraj, all had tightly wrapped their blankets around and were restlessly shifting inside their makeshift cocoons. The driver and the conductor sat in the front cabin, chatting softly. Desraj sat cross-legged on his seat with eyes closed and was mumbling continually. Mandy. <laughs> Nandi uh, was gratified that someone was trying to keep them safe through night, uh, through his ardent prayers. He felt sad for the buses, bus crews' tough job. He could well imagine their plight, how terrifying it must be when they were often forced to spend nights like this, stranded in such lonely environs. Their act of bravery was taken for granted. whereas their courage and commitment called for accolades without a blanket nangi was shivering in cold he took out his jacket from his bag bag buttoning it up he wrapped his muffler around his neck and once again activated his efforts to sleep then he almost fell off his seat hearing a sound he had been longing for it was getting closer At last, he sat up and looked around. All heads had popped up, listening to the blissful sound of an approaching vehicle. Who thank goodness! He shouted at everyone to get off the bus. Help had arrived. No way should they miss this miss this chance. Jumping out of his seat, he ran to open the door even before Bhim Singh could emerge from the cabin. He shot out of the door and onto the road. Bhim Singh followed him. One by one, others scurried out like a nest of mice from a hole. They could see the lights of a vehicle a few curves away. They must stop it at all costs. The conductor rushed 
to climb up the roof of the bus where bulky luggage was kept and threw down some sacks nangi and others arranged them on the road to form a barricade wow this planning is spot on <laughs> they were not sure the vehicle would stop otherwise the driver the driver might get scared taking them to be some wandering spirits <laughs> thanks to all the prevalent ghost stories in the area bhim singh stood with the torch shining it on their hurriedly constructed barricade he wanted to make sure that the approaching vehicle did not miss it that would be catastrophic for the owners of the sacks and perhaps the vehicle they were wrong the truck stopped as soon as the driver spotted the stranded bus and its passengers even before spotting the barricade it was an army truck the relief was immense smiles of respite brightened all the faces there was immediate and brisk activity many ran to find hidden nooks to pee nangi smiled realizing the parallels in human nature each person then um promptly picked up his luggage and one by one boarded the truck the driver and the conductor too rushed to bring their stuff they locked the bus and dashed back you both are coming to nangi asked surprised weren't they recanting from their earlier statement yes yes we'll shift to narkanda for the night Bhim Singh said, flashing a gratifying grin. Ram Prasad added, "We'll get back in the morning with the mechanics and get the bus repaired or towed, whatever." And they both hastily hopped into the back of the truck, where others were already merrily settled. Nangi was given the honor of sitting in front next to the driver. Thus, with loud, heartfelt thanks offered to the Lord for helping them escape the trauma of spending the night in the lonely hinterland, the onward journey commenced. Sandwiched between the driver and his helper, yeah, <laughs> Nangi felt much relaxed. He checked the time; it was five minutes minutes past twelve. Bhai must have lodged the missing person report by now. <laughs> Bhai is going to kill you. Why so angry? Yeah. And so, so you are headed to Shimla? He asked the driver. G sir, G to our con- contonment in Jutog. I need to go to a place much before Shimla. It's called Charabra. Do you know it? Yes of course but there is nothing much there except a few famous buildings the retreat where the vips stay in the summer i once drove the agc to the prime minister pandit nehru there wow i was his driver before i was transferred then <laughs> there is a famous building on the top of the hill called wildflower hall he announced proudly Great, yar. What luck! You know the place, Wildflower Hall. That's exactly where I need to go. My brother lives there. He's waiting for me. Must be worried sick by now. 
Perhaps he's on his way to the police station. Nangigi clicked with a laugh. The driver smiled. I don't think there's a police station close by, so do not worry. Then he added seriously, "We'll reach there pretty late." Do you often drive late at night? Uh, very often. Hmm. What time do you expect to reach? Should be at my cantonment a little after three. And at Wildflower Hall, the driver took some quick calculations and declared, "By two, or perhaps a little after." Nangi was not at all alarmed. He felt so blissful at this deliverance that he fell into a friendly chat with the driver. The curbing sick replied to Nangi's query, "Sir ji, I am Narinder, Narinder Singh." What a coincidence, yar! Nangi gave a broad grin and patted Narinder Singh's shoulder. Narinder comes to the rescue of Narendra. <laughs> Oh yeah his real name yeah. is Narendra. Uh, the young driver and his helper chuckled. You know Narendra Singh if you hadn't come on our way tonight to our rescue I wouldn't have slept a wink. No sleep. <laughs> all, <laughs> all these people traveling with me in the bus cried to tried their best to scare me to get They told me such unbelievable tales of female ghosts seeking bachelor mates that for some time I was afraid I would be visited by one, being a bachelor myself. But I don't blame them. They are simple, innocent people and highly superstitious. I don't blame them either, sir. Narendra Singh quickly glanced at Nangi, and then focused his attention back on the road. This area is such for miles and miles around their villages there's nothing but wilderness and it's an accident prone area there have been many accidents and untimely deaths i take special care to drive very vigilantly here in fact the best of the army drivers get to drive on this highway the hindustan quebec road glanced sideways and smiled seeing nandi nodding and looking at him admiringly as as far as being superstitious is concerned i am not very sure of that either you wouldn't believe what happened with us last month when we were driving through this wilderness one night oh there's another story <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me you meet you met a ghost too <laughs> yeah nandi's distressed cry was rather comical <laughs> narinder singh smiled and then gravely and then added gravely yes sir i even reported the incident so to my superiors we in the army are trained to be rough and tough but the toughness is limited to dealing with other human beings hmm, hmm. we are not trained to deal with ghosts You met a ghost. When, where? Nandi, Nandi wanted to avoid the discussion, but his curiosity clouded his common sense. Yeah. I mean, he Come was on. just cursing himself <laughs> for allowing yeah. the class to continue, and now he is. Oh my God! 
this man. He's so curious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Moreover, his present seat between two robust young uh, army chaps gave him a sense of security. Yeah. Oh. Like they are not prepared. <laughs> they sighted themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, only last month I was driving through the stretch, the though in the opposite direction, towards the Indo-China border. Mm. It must have been around one o'clock at night. We had crossed Rampur and had barely driven for about fifteen minutes in this desolate, desolate country. where even a young man would think twice to venture out alone when we were surprised to see a woman crossing the road all by herself her her long loose hair was blowing as if in strong blast of wind but but sir there was hardly a breeze at that time no 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 whoa my window was open and i felt no draft her filmy uh, loose kameez kameez uh, too was similarly flattering her sudden appearance startled me so much that i forgot to apply the brake oh no she didn't bother she didn't bother that a truck was heading straight towards her might even crush her and calmly continued to walk across the road unmindful not even a glance in our direction narinder singh audibly blew out a puff of breath and then shook his head woof very strange nandi commit, uh, commented and peered through the truck's windshield by now by now the half moon was high up Wa- washing the landscape in its soft light making it appear like a vast haunted land and sir ji she walked on as if in a trance <laughs> i managed to break just inches away from her otherwise she would have been under the wheels of my truck my legs were shivering i i had just averted a mishap and saved my job i thought mm-hmm. ask ashok he was with me that night too how he shrieked then we both sat stunned staring at her <sighs> nandi turned to ashok's reaction he was nodding his head convincingly mm-hmm. nandi applied his logic yet again ah oh, man nandi just shut up nandi Why Narendra Singh? She could possibly be a woman from this area, from a nearby village, who had to be out at that hour to perhaps contact a doctor. Contact a doctor in the forest, where exactly. not even a shack exists. Mm. Yeah, Narendra. Yeah, yeah. Just sleep, <laughs> Narendra. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's no he's not making any sense. Narendra Singh brushed off Nandi's statement. <laughs> Ashok added mellifluously, doctors don't open their disparences disparences in the jungle. 
in the middle of the night moreover she was totally unaware of our truck heading straight at her completely unmindful feeling a bit <laughs> <laughs> feeling a bit <laughs> sheepish yeah. Nan- nandy scanned the lonely forsaken land then oh my god then uh, i parked <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i parked my car on a side and called out to her <laughs> asking if she needed help <laughs> she paid me she paid me no heed she didn't even turn to acknowledge our presence <laughs> after crossing the road she began she began to climb down the hill with ease <laughs> just just like walking down the steps no ashok and i jumped down our vehicle i admire that i wouldn't have dared <laughs> nandi whispered he peered outside as if he might confront confront her right then oh my god she was walking down the hill that is oh wow god, that I'm is so scary yeah oh <laughs> i again called out to her louder can we help you lady where are where are you going this late she didn't respond as if she had neither seen nor heard us heard us <laughs> what was wrong with me she kept on climbing down the hillside slowly steadily and then disappeared completely from our sight i ran to peep down to see where she was going meanwhile ashok fetched a torch and we peered down the hillside there was no sign of her anywhere sir you won't believe us the hillside was a straight and steep well wall not possible to climb down the way she was doing My like God. climbing down the steps no the steep hillside ended directly into the sutlej there was no pathway no habitation in that direction nothing nothing at all and we realized that we had in had encountered something supernatural she wasn't a living woman we both were frightened out of our wits ashok began to shiver oof yeah ashok nodded even confronting an enemy in a battlefield couldn't have frightened me more yeah oh my god narinder continued we both ran back to our to the truck and i raced my vehicle away from there i still wonder about her Sergi she wasn't a woman under a spell or or out for a tantric ritual she was definitely a ghost the way she disappeared nandi wiped his brows and remained silent <laughs> stay silent there was no scope of con- for contesting contesting this soldier statement narinder singh went on we barely took a few seconds to reach the roadside to peep down after when she went down there the hill walls were barren and rocky not covered with any trees or vegetation to obstruct our view there was no place to hide 
and it was impossible to go down the straight wall with not without ropes and proper mountain climbing equipment she was just casually oh. walking down <laughs> i loved the ability yeah. for her to do <laughs> nandi nodded thoughtfully he could envision the steep rock it was impossible to walk down the way narinder singh was describing even if the wall was inclined nandi uh, nandi <laughs> Nan- nandi could feel ashok shivering phook she was a ghost he whispered hmm. nandi glanced at the young man in the army uniform who now was sat with his eyes closed muttering prayers it was unnerving to see fright on the face of strong army chap Na- nandi felt a frisson of fear creep into him creep into him you know sir ji and i have been avoiding driving at night since then never believed in ghosts till that till that day but ever since he paused gripping the steering wheel today i had to travel at night due to some urgent deliveries thank god <coughs> yeah orders are orders can't refuse them all the time i had prayers in my heart that we shouldn't have have to experience the spooky spirit again nandi noted the army army man's tense tensed facial muscles with trepidation narinder singh shook his head seeing all of you stranded in this desolate jungle i was glad i was glad that waheguru waheguru ji uh, had sent me to rescue sent me to your rescue i am also glad for the company with all of you in my truck today ha i am very comfortable hmm <laughs> didn't you mistake us for ghosts <laughs> nandi laughed and so did narinder singh <laughs> no sir it was broken down bus it it was the broken down bus that gave the surety that you all were not ghosts <laughs> haven't heard of a ghost bus yet <laughs> he cackled <laughs> anybody alone in this forlorn surroundings could easily begin to imagine things hallucinating as science explains thought nandi but it shouldn't happen to happen to strong soldiers to the men tra- trained to protect the nation their experience with a ghost woman was disturbing but seemed genuine yeah because both of them had hmm. the same thing so if you yeah. have hallucinations it is really difficult to have the same hallucination <coughs> yeah and they both saw the same thing so yeah. it it's not an hallucination yeah. the truck's headlights were hacking through the darkness revealing a few meters of an ins- of an intensely desolate road nandi's eyes penetrated through the surroundings the visible and the obscure maybe he might he might get to see a ghost too it would be <laughs> it would be interesting to encounter one no no nandi no yeah with these two strong soldiers with him mm-hmm. and nine men huddled at the back 
this was not a bad time for such an experience of mandy no <laughs> just mandy you should have listened to pa yeah <laughs> yeah nandi smiled at his childish thoughts and chose to change the topic thank god so tell me about your life in the army that's a good topic yeah. narinder singh <laughs> is it too hard of oh course yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh yes sir we are we are made rough and tough through vigorous and strict routine mm. after all we have to be ever ready to defend our borders mm. ours is a new nation barely 9 years old yeah. yeah we are just trying to stand on our feet yeah. why would anyone want to invade us mm. we are the beginners that's exactly why there could be sharks around ready to swallow our lands mm-hmm. wanting to feed on our weakness yeah they got engrossed in the discussion and soon they reached rampur busher the town was a ghost town <gasps> at this hour of the night woof <sighs> not even a small tea shop was open the road was uphill from here all the way till narkanda the truck moved up slowly through the shadows of giant confiers and 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 the speckled moonlight flitting through them animated discussion kept them alert and busy they reached narkanda where they stopped to drop ram prasad and bhim singh oh my god yeah yeah After the thanks goodbyes and promises to meet again the journey continued Yeah Ooh so, I think we're going to stop here yeah. we are only 5 to 6 pages away yeah. from the end of this story so you guys will have to stay tuned okay yeah another episode and we are leaving you with the cliffhanger once again So we, I have another story for you. This story is titled "The Cat's Paw." Oh. <laughs> we both love cats, so I don't know oh. how this is gonna play out. <laughs> um, when this happened, I was living in a small house with a with my boyfriend, now my husband, and our two cats. I was especially close with our male cat, my baby. <laughs> my boyfriend was my boyfriend always joked that he followed me around like a little dog. He was always happy to see me, always wanted to cuddle me and would even lick my hair when I was upset. I had never loved a cat cat so much. I am oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> my boyfriend was out of town for most of the week for work. I had stayed late at work myself this particular night, so it was dark by the time my train pulled into the local station. I usually walked home since it was a quiet, safe place and only about a 20-minute walk. Part of the walk took me past the church with a small graveyard, the edge of the gra- graveyard sort of overlooking the road. Mm. I'd never been particularly afraid of cemeteries. always found them rather peaceful but that night the hairs on the back of my neck stood up 
I hurried past but still sort of felt as if I was being followed. The worst feeling ever. Literally the worst. I kept checking over my shoulder and had my cell phone gripped in my hand but I didn't see anything. I'll get like myself a little for being so stupid and scaring myself. I got home, was grateful for the lights and locked the door. My boy cat was at the door to greet me. <coughs> I am in love with this cat. <laughs> I thought he might want to go out into the yard. He wasn't really an outdoor cat but he would wander around the yard with me watching him. He usually begged to go outside with me but this time when I went to unlock the door he gave me a strange look and gang seemed to want to go out yeah I left the door locked and turned on the TV to try to calm down my baby stuck with me all night <laughs> I am dying he seemed more skittish than usual any time there was a loud noise on the TV or his sister cat or i moved he would half jump up and look around wide eyed at that time both cats followed me upstairs by now my girl cat was acting jumpy too ooh i had finished in the bathroom and was standing on the landing of the at the top of the stairs about to go into the bedroom i noticed my boy cat staring up at the ceiling uh, so i looked up Above the landing was the door to the attic. Suddenly there was a loud scraping sound, like a metal being dragged along the attic floor. Oh. I ran down the stairs and both cats instinctively followed. I hit the lights on downstairs. I could still hear the noise now with the rattling sound. I was trying to think what to do. My cat was beside me looking up at me. He had a funny look on his face as if he was concentrating hard. He opened his mouth. He said, "Out." Oh, yeah. What? He did. <laughs> he got the like some kind of a cat noise, but it sounded like out. Out. Yeah, something like that. My boyfriend and I had joked before that his meows sometimes sounded like actual words, but this was so clearly the word out. It was still cat-like, like what I imagine a cat accent would sound like if we spoke English. But it was just so clearly the word out that I couldn't believe it. I opened the door, scooping his sister into my arms as she was freaking out by now. and we all went out i closed the door behind us but i realized i really had no idea what to do as it was all so weird and i didn't want to seem like a crazy person i just feel like people should not think about how uh, crazy they look yeah yeah yeah, how, crazy yeah because in situations like this there's like uh, no safety matters yeah, yeah your safety is paramount so yeah <laughs> I walked towards the front fence carrying the one cat. My baby wasn't following now, but had his back to us while he stared at the front door. And then he just lost it. I have never seen a cat behave as he did. 
he was screeching twisting his whole body around while he slashed at the air i put my other cat down and tried to go to him but he turned around hissed at me and gave a slashing motion like he wanted me to stay back <sighs> this carried on for a whole minute while he jumped around and slammed into the ground and looked like he was really getting hurt i was in tears as i didn't know how to help him as just and just as suddenly as it started he stopped he scared off into the distance a few seconds then he started coming ca- calmly washing his paws eventually he came over and rubbed himself against my leg after a month later i noticed he was bleeding from his paw i took him to the vet who said he probably got his claw stuck in something and tore the skin getting free she said it sh- is it should heal by itself but after another week it hadn't so he had to have stitches almost exactly a year later he started bleeding from his paw again they ran tests on him but everything came back normal and all they could do was stitch it up again the bleeding paw continued <coughs> off and on for a couple of years although it never seemed to be getting the way of his being a happy fun loving cat unfortunately during another round of testing this year they found cancer and though he is doing well probably doesn't have long <laughs> i don't like this i still have no idea what actually happened that night but it does feel as if he saved me and his sister from something sometimes i wonder if the cancer is related whatever it is it all means he is all he is a wonderful brave cat and i will always love him animals animals oh, the poor cat they give their life for us it is such a beautiful relationship and i was just talking about like my love a mm. love for dogs and cats and all all sorts yeah. of animals we love animals so um, yeah yeah Aww, i'm very sad <laughs> the missing bride A perfect wedding was the dream of this 26-year-old woman named Alex. She eventually had that great wedding, but something disastrous happened. The couple had their wedding in a backyard just near their farmhouse. During the reception, they decided to play hide and seek so the kids can also enjoy the party. Oh, thoughtful. Mm. Everyone is determined to win the game, especially the bride. <laughs> no one noticed that the bride entered the old farmhouse. Everyone was already out except for the bride. Without knowing anything, her husband just told the guests that maybe his bride went home already. <laughs> so the party was ended. But when the groom reached home, he wasn't able to see his bride 
a report for a missing person was established but they really can't see her after few years when the missing bride's father went to the farmhouse he found an old chest he was shocking by what he saw her daughter's decaying corpse was in there as the bride entered the old chest to hide herself the chest was closed involuntarily and involuntarily and she was trapped there no no <laughs> this one idiotic stupid game should have just been in the party i mean they should have played hide and seek what is that wow no no, no way wow okay so do you have a gag joke yeah what do you call a pony with a sore throat Pony with a sore throat. What? A little horse. Horse. <laughs> I cannot with these. I cannot. Oof. <laughs> Do you have another one? Yeah. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? great food no atmosphere <laughs> oh my god you <laughs> anyways now that we have finished this uh frustrating segment <laughs> uh, try to enjoy it is frustrating for me it is a little frustrating but i try to laugh <laughs> I try You're my not successful. Like <laughs> I try my very best. I just can't. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh what is the one podcast? Name just one podcast that you are obsessed with currently. Just one. Oh, I there are so many. Like. Yeah. Mm. Think supernatural. ियलीय लुकिंग Anyways, thank you so much again for listening to this episode. Mm. Make sure that <coughs> that you tune in yeah. to the other two episodes with, uh, so that you understand yeah. this episode. Yes. Yeah. 
exactly <laughs> and we are nearly at the end of this story and yeah. we we really appreciate you sticking by <laughs> and yeah thank yeah. you so much again and we'll see you in the next episode bye guys bye love you love you